Pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town. Ghost Town is me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. And we explore all kinds of weird history, true crime, hauntings, paranormal events, and more. We cover the Slenderman stabbing, Tesla's death ray, the D.B. Cooper copycat, the cheerleader murder plot, Heaven's Gate, the Lars Midtank mystery, and Tuesday's Child, Ellie's first satanic magazine, just to name a few. You can find Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. In 1951, the curious case of Mary Reeser goes up in flames. I'm Jason Horton, and this is Strange Year. 1951 saw nuclear testing, the Korean War, and I Love Lucy. However, the mystery of what happened to Mary Reeser made 1951 a strange year. Mary Reeser, July 1951. On July 1st, 1951, at 9 p.m., Mary Reeser's son, Dr. Richard Reeser Jr., had left his mother after a visit. She was alone for the night and decided to enjoy a cigarette before bed. Reeser, who was 67, would not be seen alive again. When the landlady, Pansy Carpenter, tried to deliver a telegram the next morning, the door to Reeser's small apartment on 1200 Cherry Street was warm at the handle and too hot to touch. Inside, the charred walls' embers still crackled. Firefighters burst into a soot and smoke filled apartment, and Reeser was gone, and only a pile of black ash remained. Police found coil springs from the chair and part of Reeser's backbone. Her left foot sat in the pile, still wearing a black silk slipper. Her skull, reports say, had shrunken to the size of a cup. Firefighters found evidence of extreme heat. Bare candle wicks towered above puddles of melted wax. Smudges of smoke had stained the tops of the walls, and warped electric switches lined the room. Lower down, the walls were clean and the electric switches looked normal. Reeser's newspaper sat untouched, and the sheets on her bed were still white. Mary Reeser went up in flames without the rest of the room burning. Her son could tell she was upset the day that he saw her. She had been worried about a trip she was going to take. Mary Reeser had taken two sleeping pills before she went to bed, and she often smoked in bed. However, even with that, no one could make a conclusion of what really happened to her. Maybe it was an accident a lightning strike, and a popular theory, human spontaneous combustion. Headlines would read, The Cinder Woman Mystery of St. Petersburg, Florida. St. Petersburg Police Chief J.R. Reinchart received hundreds of theories from amateur detectives, and some claimed they smelled a strange odor coming from Reeser's home. Theorists blamed everything from the fabric of the chair cushion to napalm, phosphorus, and thermite bombs. One letter read, A ball of fire came through the open window and hit her. I've seen it happen. There was no clear answer, so Rychart drafted a letter to the FBI. Dear Mr. Hoover, he wrote, the fire is too puzzling for the small town force to handle. Police sent boxes of evidence to the FBI laboratory in D.C., including portions of the apartment rug, smoke samples, rubble from the walls and floor, and segments of the chair. FBI agents spent three weeks examining Reeser's mysterious disappearance. Finally, on August 8th, Rychart released the statement to the media calling it The most unusual case I've ever seen during my almost 25 years of police service. Finally, on August 8th, Rychart released a statement to the media calling it the most unusual case I've seen during my almost 25 years of police work in the city of St. Petersburg. FBI agents found no evidence that suggested lightning had struck Reeser or the building. All of the fuses in the apartment were still intact, and investigators hadn't been able to detect substances that could have started the blaze. Common combustible fluids and accelerants, such as alcohol, gasoline, etc., would probably be consumed in such a fire and no trace of them detected afterward. 
As for spontaneous combustion, the investigation ruled that out as well. It's possible that Mary Reeser, drowsy from the sleeping pill she took, dozed off in her chair while smoking her evening cigarette. The nightgown she was wearing at the time of her death was made of rayon and could have caught fire from a cigarette ash. Reeser had weighed about 170 pounds. Human fat could have fed a fire that smoldered through the evening, allowing hot air and smoke to rise to the top of the room. Mary was a great smoker, Ernestine Reeser, Mary Reeser's daughter-in-law, told the St. Petersburg Times in 1991. The cigarette dropped to her lap. Her fat was the fuel that kept her burning. The floor was cement, and the chair was by itself. There was nothing around her to burn. Investigators decided that this kind of accidental death was the most plausible theory. But Wilton M. Krogman, an anthropologist from the University of Pennsylvania, disagreed. Instead of shrinking, Reeser's skull should have exploded, he said. Then there was the cremation of the body, which would have required several thousand degrees over the course of several hours. I cannot conceive of such a complete cremation without more burning in the apartment, Krogman said, according to the York Daily Record. The FBI settled on the wick effect. It is the partial destruction of the human body by fire. It has been observed to happen in labs and the likely explanation for spontaneous human combustion. What happens is, is that an article of clothing catches on fire, the fat inside the body feeds to the flames, and it produces a low-burning but intense flame that is relatively contained. Limbs are often left intact because they don't contain nearly as much fat as the torso. When it comes to spontaneous combustion, Larry Arnold, author of A Blaze, The Mysterious Fires of Spontaneous Combustion, has three theories— The first, that small, high-powered particles whizzing between the molecules of the body collide, an event he calls the internal Hiroshima effect. The second suggests Kundalini, a powerful energy flowing up and down the spine, becomes unbalanced, triggering a temperature spike. The third theory, based on the geographical clustering of alleged spontaneous combustion cases, credits the phenomenon to energy anomalies in the Earth. I want to thank TampaBay.com and ABCNews.com. Please rate and review five stars wherever you're listening. It's really helpful. And if you use Spotify, you can just search Strange Year and follow us there. And if you want to message me, you can do so on Instagram at Strange Year Pod. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week for another episode of Strange Year. Pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town. Ghost Town is me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. And we explore all kinds of weird history. True crime. Hauntings. Paranormal events and more. We cover the Slenderman stabbing, Tesla's death ray, the D.B. Cooper copycat, the cheerleader murder plot. Heaven's Gate, the Lars Midtank mystery, and Tuesday's Child, Ellie's first satanic magazine, just to name a few. You can find Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.